Live Mike! <laughs> oh, we're back, baby! How did we do it? All the people at iTunes have not kicked uh, us off, boy. Spotify. Spotify was like, we'll give you guys one more shot, one more shot. We got demonetized for about a week. That's why. Yeah. And then you live. Dang, I know. A lot of people that we have, we uh, our five listeners have emailed us maybe once. Just in one big kind of like, you know, carbon copy. It doesn't matter. We said Trump's name one time and they demonetized. They was like, no, nope, pull platforms. them. Pull them. Pull them. They obviously are in cahoots. Yeah. The Ruskies. Yeah. I mean, uh, what do you well, do? classic. I mean, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. It's, it's all. Bro. Anyways. It is a hot one. Dude. Have you not been outside today? I've been outside since like 8 a.m. Oh, dude. You've been double. You would, That's well, I mean, that's double working out. That's I where had, your sweat just falls off of you working out. Yeah. I had three clients this morning. Dang. But I chugged a bunch of coffee just now, so you're good to go you're good to go now let me ask you something bro when you're doing you're training your clients and you're just beating the heat are you just sitting one of those big old straw fedoras you know what i mean with a whistle in your neck and those like uh aviator sunglasses underneath like what water polo coach used to do shirts off yep lifeguard shorts on oh everybody wants to be safe yeah (laughs) (laughs) you never know in escondido man yeah you never know thank god i don't have to drive up to escondido oh man my father's client's up in Carmel Valley right now. Carmel Valley, man. I heard he's getting like real trash. It's a 25-minute drive. That's also very, very hot up there, too. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it's money in my pocket. Dude, that's it. That's it. And, hey, we're back here. Uh, mercenaries. This is Mercenary episode five. Mercenaries. Theme song to be approved. RN Strikes Back. We are in episode five. I couldn't even be more excited to have this episode well, really kind of be, this topic is going to be so huge, but before we get to the topic, I want to just always give a shout out to our listeners, brother. Yes. Thank you guys so much. We always appreciate you. We appreciate you commenting on our videos, and even if they're not appropriate comments, yeah. we, we still appreciate them. We always appreciate being hollered at in the street, too. Uh, I think I was just walking down where we work, and some guy was like, hey, asshole. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's what he kind of, I think that's what he meant to say, but he's like, hey, asshole, get out the way. I hate your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're driving too slow. You can't pee here. I was like, get out of here. But I know he was talking about Mercenaries Podcast. And he's like, I can't wait for episode five is basically what the officer was trying to say. Anyways, 48 hours later, you know, I'm I'm always listening. (laughs) Barely fresh out the county clink. Here we go, brother. Oh, man. Um, How has your last week been, dude? How has the last week not been? been It's been busy. Okay. Like, obviously, we we had to take a week off. We apologize again to all the listeners that reached out, all two of you that were worried that yep. maybe one of us died. Dude. Um, nope. No. We're still alive and kicking, at least for the time being. At least for the time being. Hey, we don't know by the end of the yet. day. The end of the um, day. Yeah, right. Each day is a blessing. No. Um, yeah, I had uh, I had school start on Monday. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, man. It was, a, it was an eight-hour Zoom Ugh. orientation. Dude. Could have been an email. Could have <laughs> been an email. But you know what? It was informative. I only fell asleep for about a half hour. Luckily, my screen was That's off. That's actually pretty good. Nobody noticed, so that was good. Um, I like it. I'm 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 pretty impressed so far. I mean, it's a brand new school, That's so awesome. I was a little little hesitant. Now, are you doing nursing school now? Are you doing classes now, or is yep. it just still all theory? Okay. Nursing classes. God. Uh, well, so one is like cultural and spiritual aspects of nursing. Okay. The other one is pathophys across the lifespan. Wow. So okay. What a di- right into it. What a diverse. Uh, what a diverse first semester, brother. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Pathophys usually is the first class, anyways, that you take in the first semester because it's kind yeah. of a weeder out kind of course here. Exactly. Um, they we'll say probably t- lose half of our students. <laughs> They'll fail and be like, I can't do this anymore. 
Oh, you should man. see the you should see the group chat we have going. Okay. People are lighting me up. With what? Oh, because you're shirtless? No. Oh. No, no, no. Um, there's no pictures yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, just like everybody freaking out. It's it's week one. Yeah. And we only have like two assignments due. People are going insane. Like, can somebody send me their notes? Like, isn't everybody ready for the exam next week? It's not until next Friday. Um, what am I missing here? What? Uh, how fast are you guys moving? I mean, eight hours is eight hours. I think Fuck. you're. I think. Well, I think I'm missing the fact that like a lot of these people have never been like. In, in, a in healthcare before. yeah and true. they're all just like freaking out like oh my god what are we doing like this is all really intense there's a lot of information it's just like you can just take it one day at a time yeah and you know do what you can do study a little bit each day don't gas yourself out like with an eight-hour zoom meeting yeah um, <laughs> but you know could have been an email um, could have been an email but yeah it's it's gonna be intense dude but you know it's just it's funny to see all like because we it's like a it's called Slack, okay. the app that we have. And it's basically like a messaging app where we can all message each other. Oh, Slack. Yeah, I've heard about yeah. this. Yeah. Um, so everybody's just like constantly. And I, I made the mistake of turning notifications on my Apple Watch. Mm. Literally every five seconds. Your like, Apple Watch vibrates. is dead. It vibrates. It dies like halfway yeah. through the day. Yeah. So what are you going to do? God. Uh, but it's good. I mean, all the teachers are great. They've all been like super helpful. Like You one say of my, that now, week one. One of my teachers like... Zoomed me last night randomly just to help me get one of my book access codes. Oh, okay. Like, on a whim. She, like, I emailed her. She emailed right back. She's like, if you want to hop on Zoom right now, we can take care of this in, like, 2 What is it, like, 2 a.m.? She no, was no, like, no. hey, I'm kidding you. I'm kidding you. I keep it professional. I know, I know. That's actually a really, really cool thing that you guys yeah. have now yeah. um, with internet technologies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Dude, honestly, that's going to be kind of scary, though, for to learn online, to be exactly. absolutely honest with you. A lot of people don't like it. I don't like it. I tried it, didn't like it, you know, and I realized like I'm much more of an old, uh, archaic, traditional book learning, like kind of individual, right? And Go to class, class. The classroom aspect has its benefits. Like you're all there, like yeah, synergistically learning, like asking yeah. questions, feeding off each other. Just kind of absent right now. Yeah, no, for sure. But the zoom, the zoom is, I think, the next best thing. Oh well, it's the only thing right now, really, Pretty at much, this point. Yeah. Holy smokes. I wish I would have invested in Zoom. Zoom, proud sponsor. Uh, Mercer. Dude, their stocks are up so high. <laughs> Zoom sponsors, please. Zoom sponsors. Hey, man, always want to give a shout out to our hopeful future sponsor, Figs. Figs, man. Hashtag wear Figs. Joey and I are looking real wrecked at did the I, hospital. Did I tell you? It's like, so I posted episode four where we mentioned Figs. Okay. My friend, um, she's in my nursing program. Yeah. She reached out and she's like, as soon as I listen to your podcast, I got an ad for figs on my, Dang. on my phone, like right away. They're in. Literally. The they're the entrenched. The government's always watching. Dude, like, I got, we don't, we don't have any hashtags on uh, any of our like platforms. There's nothing written down. It's Classic. all voice. We're definitely internet scary, <laughs> scary as fuck. Yeah. That is kind of cool. It's all that smart, uh, it's all that smart yeah. technology and everything like that. I will mm -hmm. tell you. Wait, so let me ask you one more question because I got it. I'm so, I'm so, uh, uh, I'm so impressed with uh, kind of doing nursing school online like this. Let me ask you, how many people are in your initial cohort right now? 25. 25? I think, yeah. Either 25 or 30. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's a small core. No, no. That's actually, I mean, it's relatively small because I would yeah. think with the internet capabilities, you can go 100 people. Why not? Uh, you can do as many people yeah. as you want to because everyone's like learning from home. That'd be a nightmare. Well, yeah. For teachers. Yeah. Oh, I know. But if it's a money-making thing, it's a money-making thing. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? And then have you met any, like, do you hear like a variance of questions so far? Has anyone kind of raised any questions where you're like, wow, I'm like really, really kind of way off of left field here. Like I, I started I'm from television, and all of a sudden I'm just gonna go to nursing school. Oh, like is like people is. asking questions that are just like, what, like what's going on? Yeah, yeah, they have not. just zero clue. Like, what's a blood pressure? 
No, um, we so in the Zoom orientation that we had, we did you know uh, what's it called? Uh, Doodle. Okay. It's like a, a a website where you can make like little games where people answer questions. All right. And you like the teacher would put it on, she would host it, and you would join the website uh, using like an access code, and then she would give us like multiple choice questions, and we would have to like guess. And a lot of them were like actual nursing questions that I liked. Um, a lot of people actually knew them. There were only a few that like didn't know like any of them. Yeah. Well, you hope they weren't like googling it like crazy on the other side. It would be like, pretty fast to Google, like if they could. Like, <laughs> some IT guy just. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Dude, uh, I think everybody has a like at least some form of like healthcare background. That's awesome. Well, um, they should have at this point, right? Because they don't get into that school if they don't have that. You'd you'd think. Well, okay. But who yeah. knows? Not everyone's experience is as as knowledgeable or as healthy as yours. Obviously, mm-hmm. kind of working at obviously our hospital on the hill and with as many great people as that listen to us yes. and have invested in you, Joey. So my gosh, including you. Well, dude, that note you wrote on that picture you gave me the other day. Oh. oh. Dude, yeah. It, it touched my heart. Well, thanks, Joey. No, that's from that's from the clinical mentor's office. I didn't even... Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. That's just from the clinical mentor's office. Everyone... Mm-hmm. You, the, the genus of this was uh, Maggie... Uh, nurse Maggie. Shout out to you, Nurse Maggie. And Nurse Vanessa, Canadian Vanessa. Um, they were like, oh, yeah, hey, like we should do this kind of kudos uh-huh. and props board. And yeah. so obviously I said, cool, let me put my little chain twist on it mm-hmm. and then give them 99% credit because that's what they deserve, period. Yeah. And then I'll sneak in with my one little 1% and throw it in there and then say, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a really, really cool, man. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. Anybody, anybody, anybody. And we're doing a whole new orientation group right now. Anybody, mm-hmm. anybody, anybody that's was dumb enough or smart enough or whatever, courageous enough, whatever it is. Yeah. I tend to be on the dumber side. Everyone else seems to be on the more courageous and braver and the smarter side. Yeah, but you're pretty. That's no, all, that's, that's all that's it. Sometimes you got to put your money beats up front, right? <laughs> that's what brings that. That's what stops the, the people. And, and yeah. Uh, but here's what it is, though. It's just anybody that's uh, anybody that's willing to work in healthcare, right? Uh-huh. Like the burning building, you're willing to go in that fire right now, run towards it with with hoses and stuff like that, mm-hmm. dude. How are you not? You know, how can you not be filled with props? How can you not be filled with kind of like energy from that? That's yeah. cool to me. But also a little bit of anxiety. I mean, sure. it, it has been like you know, there was a point where everybody was real scared. Oh yeah. Yeah. When we had our first young patient come in, yeah. that tested positive. Oh. And everybody was like, "Holy shit! Like this is happening." Yeah. Dude, I will say that I don't know what our numbers are like now. We used to get daily drivers of numbers. You know what I mean? And I was like, uh, all right, cool. I know. <laughs> no? Yeah, I looked at the uh, the, I mean, the little corporate the, communications yeah. thing. Uh, Dude, Joey's in the know, baby. I just don't try and pass anything by him. A lot of my friends ask me like how how it's going, yeah. and I want to just give them like just the bare minimum. No, for sure. Like, for I sure. don't want to like scare them or like tell them like it's not real. <laughs> like obviously, COVID's very real. Um, I just tell them I'm like, yeah, we have this many admissions, this many ICU admissions, and yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. That's all I say. Yeah. I don't say anything else, dude. I will tell you that it's such a cool time. Always, it's going to be a cool time. I will remember this time for a very, very long time. But the biggest thing I will tell you this much more than anything else in the whole wide world mm-hmm. is that you really, really learn about who you're working alongside with, mm-hmm. how resilient our team members are, mm-hmm. how resilient people are in this field, right? Because mm-hmm. it's almost like you knew you, you know, you're uh, the wind's blowing and the trees kind of toppling over this way and that way, and you never know how strong it is until it gets really, really kind of in those hurricane force winds yeah. and it has to pull. And it's like no one. No one, no one has become uprooted just yet, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully they never will be. Yeah. Um, everyone's been tested, and everyone's kind of grown a lot stronger for it. And I think years and years and years and years later, um, should everyone still kind of like be together, which I don't, you know, good Lord, <laughs> who knows. Um, but if everyone's still together, everyone's going to be like, wow, cool. We, we went through so much crap yeah. you know, before. 
and this uh, this whatever incident doesn't really like kind of phase us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean we got a lot of free pizza out of it. So Dude, great! Last night, man, I want to give a shout out to people at Panera Bread, man. Panera Bread bought a whole bunch of stuff. I saw your IG post. Dude, Ding Tai Fun. Oh my Go god, that yourself. was so. I never got any of that. That was so good. Mm-hmm. This was my first time trying it. Oh, like, I heard about go it. Back again. Um, somebody reached out. They're like, the, their people. line is like out the door. Well, it's worth it. I mean, yeah, it's so fucking It's worth good. it. Proof is in the in the red bean pudding. It was delicious. Shout out to Ding Tai Fung. Um, <laughs> I don't think they need a shout out again. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dang it. And shout out to you, Fix Scrubs. Fix Scrubs, huge sponsor of Joey, Joey, the Mercenaries podcast. Hashtag Joey's, Warfix. Warfix. Yeah. Bro, I got to be honest with you, though. Here's what I really, really want to talk to you about today. Okay? Because you know what happens in times of tumult. In times of pressure. Emotions run high. Emotions run high. <sighs> Man, you start feeling that heat. Pew, 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 pew right? Start, start feeling a lot of stuff. Exactly. You remember in Star Wars when all them laser beams was going across everyone's head? Han Solo and Leia. <laughs> start looking at each other all yeah. googly-eyed. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. And Han Solo, and she's like, I love you. Mm. And what did he say? I don't know. Oh, no, that was Chewbacca. He's like, I know. <laughs> Dude, that's- Steven Spielberg like the, is a gift. Like the, got a gift like the OG he was back in the day. Shout, shout out to you, Harrison Ford. We're going to make a lot of shout outs today yeah. on the podcast. It's about time because we were meaning we were meaning shout out all these people last week. We're mm-hmm. just going to save them all up for today. Yeah. Now, in this time of heat, in this time of tumult, in this time of chaos, mm-hmm. especially during this time of physical heat, mm, oh my God. summertime, I believe out. DJ Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith said, summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> it's summertime. That's what I'm saying. Have you experienced any, uh, how'd you say, office a romance? Oh, wow. Well, funny you ask. No, Go on. No. No. I <laughs> no. Um, yeah, that's... Any, that's anything w- pop up on the radar as of right now? Anything you, you all of a sudden work alongside somebody for, the th- for three days? That's the funny part, right? Yeah. You're on schedule with somebody. Monday, Tuesday, my, my schedule, Monday, Thursday, Saturday. All of a sudden, on that Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're working with the same person. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Jenny. Oh, hey, Jenny. <laughs> By the end of the week, hey, Jenny. Shout out to you, Jenny. Jenny, shout out. <laughs> Nurse Jenny, what up? No, but uh, <laughs> make fictitious character. Fictitious character. But that's it, though, man. Sometimes when you're all working alongside people in that heat, mm-hmm. in that kind of environment, it just stirs the pot. Yeah. Well, I mean... I do have an office romance. Oh, these are much stronger. Much stronger. The bond between two men in healthcare, Mm. in nursing. Mm. I'm telling you. Undeniable. Uh, Yeah, undeniable. Undeniable. Dude, you you gotta have that every once in a while. Like you gotta have that bromance. Like like with me and you. Dude. Obviously there's a bromance. People notice. People are talking. People see the heat. People are talking around the office. People are talking. Talking about people. Talking about people. All I'm saying is this, is that since we started this, a lot of other brothers, a lot of other bros in the officina have been going, damn. I want that. I want that. I wish I had some of that. And they're pointing to us two. Usually we're not in the same place because they can't put two beta fish in the same, you know, obviously the same, the same, the same little uh, glass jar. You mean two alphas in a fish tank. You can't put two silverback gorillas like us in the same pen? Yeah. Oh, man. happen. Or magic happens. Oof. Not like that. That's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But there's usually quarterback one and quarterback 1A or something like that, or QB1, QB1A. But there's also um, us two. Now, I yeah. will tell you this much before before I even got to the ED. One of the things I had always known about the emergency department, and this is all for, also for anyone who's trying to listen to this podcast and be like, should I go to the ED or should mm-hmm. I not? Go to the ED if you want to. If you're No. <laughs> if you got some issue, if you have some, if you're like, oh, I'm on the floor, and I don't, I, I don't see it. I'm the only man up on this floor, and I have a minority's kind of view up here. 
And gosh darn it, I just want to congregate with a bunch of other guys and just kind of get a, a different kind of perspective. Because mm-hmm. I really, really want to grow that way. You but, know still, I mean? but still wear figs. But still wear figs, obviously. It's fine. Figs. It's fine. Hashtag figs. I love yeah. that. Caribbean blue. Caribbean blue out now. They've been pushing that hard. Dude, on they Instagram. should be. Come feel the islands, bro. I'm, I'm, yeah, like I'm, I'm about to order a pair, dude. You, you, or they could send us, a free or pair. they could send. Regardless, I wear Porsche, the finest automobile that I always like. No, um, <laughs> but regardless, of whatever it is, if you kind of mix and match with a bunch of different kind of dudes and dudes' perspectives down in the emergency department, which I think a lot of people, as we kind of even yeah. talked about last episode, a lot of uh-huh. people kind of congregate too. Um, one of the biggest things is that you get such a different, varied perspective. It's like almost like a brotherhood, mm-hmm. almost like a fraternity of yeah. medical health healthcare professional workers. We don't care what your background was, you know what I mean? Can you come into the environment and can you settle up people in kind of a chaotic scene? And mm-hmm. I think that's what draws men the most yeah. um, to our department. Also, Absolutely. there's a lot of jokes. There are a lot, a lot of jokes. Yeah. It's such a different style of environment. I will tell you, before you even got there, there were a lot of other ED techs that I kind of instantly bonded with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was able to kind of encourage, probably I'd say about maybe at least two or three, mm-hmm. saying like, hey, like, hey, what about this nursing school? Hey, what about this nursing school? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of thinking about it. Can you push me over to one side or the other? And I would always tell them my experience, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but for you, you always knew that you kind of wanted to do this route or at least be in healthcare. Before I worked in the in, in this and at the hospital we currently work at, it sh- shall remain nameless. Yeah, yeah I, I knew I wanted to do nursing, which is why I got the first job. No, for sure. Transport, yeah. Has, has, has you being in transport, like has you being in any, even in the ED tech this or the side of it, mm-hmm. has that just – that you automatically just solidified yourself. You're like, this is what I got to do. Nursing is that. Nursing is the game. Yes. Um, but, you know, emergency medicine is obviously like much more exciting. It's closest to your heart. Yeah. 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 The, like the, you know, go, the fast pace to go, stuff like that. Like, that's fun. Yeah. That's where, like, you know, you see a lot of action. You actually help a lot of people yeah. like, immediately. Um, and that's why, you know, it drives a lot of, you know, men into the ED. Well, it drives a lot of people. Yeah. But men specifically, I think that people kind of, or men specifically yeah. kind of see that. And then I mean, it's a, yeah, it's we a have, we have more men in our ER than anybody else has up on the force. That is a true statement. Yeah. We have by, by census but alone. We're all, yeah. But we're also like, you know, we're a large department. Big department. What, like yeah. 180 people? 166 Jesus. RN staffers and then 40 plus ED techs. So a little over 200. Yeah. And I would say that the majority of the ED tech core is, is probably a good chunk of, of men. Yeah. Um, and then also. Probably more than, more than half. More than half, I would probably have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because all of them have an EMT background, which also kind of speaks to perhaps um, the background of many where it is EMTs are flooded, right? I would say that most people are emergency medical technicians or paramedics in that form or fashion where it's all male dominated. Yeah, I would say. A lot, a lot. A lot more than in the hospital. Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah. So, this has put, did you ever see any one thing that may have even deterred you, though? You were like, "Mm, from doing nursing? Yeah, from doing nursing or even kind of continue on in healthcare. The first Foley catheter I ever saw put in, (laughs) that was tough. Didn't scare me, but it made me question everything in your existence. It made me cringe a little bit. Sure. And I was just like, Ugh. like, yeah. just, yeah. But, you know, I got used to it. Damn. Yeah. Cause I've seen, you know, my fair share of them placed now. Sure. Uh, I had to, I had to walk this patient through getting it placed the other day um, with one of the nurses. He, he'd never had it done before. Oh. And he was just like, what's it feel like? I'm like, to be honest, I don't know. But <laughs> people describe it as, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's not necessarily painful because it's lubricated, but I can't imagine it's usually stuff goes out one way, yeah. both a male and females. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a weird feeling. But he, I, I held his hand while he was doing it, and I saw his face. He was just like, and then it was over, and he was just like, "You're right. It was uncomfortable, but it wasn't that bad." <laughs> I'm like, "Perfect. I don't know what it's like, but I'm glad you took my word for it." Um, no, um, honestly, like everything that I've seen so far has been pretty like. 
confirming about yeah. your choices. That's I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm excited. Dude, that's so awesome. I'm excited to make more money, obviously. Well, yeah. You get taxed yeah. more. Let's be real. Yeah, right. Yeah, you'll make a little bit more. Um, but no, everything's been pretty... It's it's what I thought it would be. Cool. I mean, I've been in healthcare long enough. No, you have been. I've EMT for a while, like four or five years. That's a long time. Um, yeah, I'm I'm ready to to make that next step. Dude. And I don't see anything holding me back except for school. Now, do which... you see anybody with that same kind of attitude now? Now that you're kind of fully committed, mm-hmm. do you see anybody that like you role model, like you're buddy buddy with this kind of nurse that you're like, dude, I really really like the way that guy flows, oh. right? And I want to model myself after that, or like we just get along so much, and I kind of learn passively from them so much. Like, you know, almost as like a an unofficial kind of role model for you. Yeah. Well, besides you, he doesn't work here anymore. Oh. Alan McPherson. Oh. Yeah. Dude. What's he, up? Him and I, we dominated APOD when we were on nights together. <laughs> God, he was. You like, guys almost you know, had the same kind of body build, the same kind of like everything else. Like probably related. Story. I don't know. Yeah. Um, That's the reason why you guys got along. He He's like, a long lost twin. We had the same like, when we would be in huddle. Yeah. And it would be like Alan APOD, Joey APOD Tech. We would look at each the other and just be set. like, <laughs> he was like so excited, like, <laughs> just because we had that, like, we had that bromance, we had that yeah. bond, like, we had a lot of things in common. It was just That's like saying, fun, yeah. like, yeah. It's it was just, an unspoken, unwritten, uncoded yeah. kind of thing, but you guys knew it was gonna be a good time. Yeah, and he was he was always really confident. Yeah. Like, I, I think I'm confident, but he was always really confident, yeah. and just like whatever we were doing, he was, you know, just let's fucking do it. Yeah, let's do it. What? Like we just got to do it and get it over with, and we'll be done. Charging headstrong into exactly. that kind of like yeah. kind of chaos, that, that's right? That's the kind of the mentality you need in the emergency yeah, department. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, Dude, he was cool. He had that swaggy kind of style. He always just wore like a gray T-shirt. Yep. You didn't know whether he was going to go work out or whether he's coming to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or he just can't, he might have just finished up a twenty-four hour fitness across the street, and he was like, "Oh shoot, I'm, oh, I got to do this work thing." You he know what I mean? he's the reason I started wearing T-shirts. Wow. If you know, I only wear T-shirts. I, I do wear, only I don't wear scrub tops. I've or, never seen yeah. a scrub top before. It, when I did transport, I did. But well, once yeah. I moved down to the ER, t-shirts. You were just like, oh, I nobody's ever said anything. I mean, they can't. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty basic yeah. attire. Like, well, but they also got to put once again, they got to put the money beats up front here. You know what I mean? This yeah, is you just want me to wear something different. Yeah, uniform. Patient satisfaction <laughs> scores. We got Joe. You looking good, man? Yeah. You looking right? Oh yeah, that's why our, our satisfaction yeah. scores are up like climbing, at, least, uh, at least twenty uh, points demographically. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, somewhere around there. All right. So. I don't know what it is. I don't even think we do that in the ER. Mm, like, who knows? They probably probably yeah. not to. All right. So here's what know. it is. So you use him as like kind of a thing, right? And then what was kind of like one of the things that every single time you say you, you work in a pod with each other, you guys kind of lit up, right? Mm-hmm. You knew. Now, did you ever have like a relationship outside of work? Like were you guys just hanging out outside of work, grabbing beers, grabbing, watching games? I mean, we were both on nights. So like, we would sleep during the day. Right? Isn't that kind of the I funniest thing? A, I didn't have a social life when I was on nights. Yeah. Like, and even when I did, I would go out and be... Yeah, like you're always half away. The whole time. Yeah, you would um, just be like everyone's bullshit. You wouldn't put up with. You're like, okay, okay I'm gonna is, go. Yeah, everybody else is on regular schedules, and I'm, you know, I should be asleep right now. Like, yeah. what am I doing? Um, no, but like every time we worked together, it was always, yeah, we were just same headspace, same mentality. It was, yeah. it was good. Um, and then another, another tech I'm close with, obviously Lucas. Oh, dude, Lucas yeah. is dope. Yeah, Lucas is dope. Because we did transport together too. See, I think that obviously that's a huge kind of thing because you guys had a common background where you guys mm-hmm. were transporters in the hospital. Yeah, and then y'all have your EMT certs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then y'all came to the ED to kind of uh, mm-hmm. either advance in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's actually really, really kind of cool. He's doing nursing, nursing too. He, that's awesome. He, I think he's, he's finishing up his prereqs, oh so he's God. yeah. He'll he's be, gonna be greater. He's gonna, gonna be greater. He's gonna take over both our jobs and leave us for dead. I swear to gosh. He already, Thanks, Lucas. He already loves wearing the uh, the OBGYN like the long scrubs, so he's got it. Like, shout out to 
OBGYN nurses and oh, scrubs. Oh, everybody, man, especially in the healthcare. Their robes. They look like Gandalf walking around the yeah. hospital, dude, just passing all sorts of sorcerer spells and stuff like that. It looked like Shut a bunch up, of... Everyone's wearing these OR jackets and scrubs. They take these coveralls. Yeah. And everyone's like, it's fun. It's fucking August. And I get it that we should crank up the AC because we always have to keep the hospital cool. But at the same time, people are just rugging. People look like. Cold in Delta Pop. It looked like a bunch of Mickey Fantasia's kind of running around the whole hospital. I feel like, man, I feel like we're a, like a magic camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's so funny every single time I see it, especially at nighttime. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Are we at camp? What's going on? Running down the hall. <laughs> I know. What's going on, baby? Yeah. Can I just tell you one of the things is that you're working with a bunch of guys. And my experience is this is that on the perfect storm, on a day of a perfect storm, where it was a Delta pod. This is almost two years ago. I have yet to ever hear of this ever again. We were assigned. I was assigned to work in the Delta pod. And honestly, I was working with a bunch of other dudes. I think it was Martin. Mm-hmm. I think it was myself. I think it was Johnsy's. I think it was Neil. And I think it was like, uh, I don't know. It was uh, one of them doctors. You know what I mean? It was more on the quiet side. You know? And so we were just coding. So, I mean, there was a code that came in. I, I, I think everyone just kind of was like, I don't know. We all got along as individuals. We're mm-hmm. all like, actually, we tell jokes. We hurl jokes at each other, right? Yeah. We do razz each other as we're mm-hmm. on the hall. Oh, Padres. Uh, you know, or, you know, so it's like, here's what it is. We, you know, in a code situation, you know, sometimes it can get real chaotic. People are throwing stuff around, yelling. There's a lot of like talking over. Ah, I think Fl- we should be. Bodily fluid flying everywhere. Yeah, exactly, man. And you're like, oh, and you hear the sounds of. And I think even Robertino was like even the respiratory therapist or something. You know what I mean? Like everyone's just there. And everyone's a dude. And I was like, whoa, perfect storm. I looked around. I was like, Guys, this may never ever happen again. So like, let's enjoy this moment here. Yeah. And I remembered it was like that code went smooth. Yeah, that code went smooth. And I'm not saying it doesn't go smooth because we were because there's no women around. What I'm saying is it just went smooth. I think we all got along. We all had a yeah. romance with each other. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Bonding, not a gender thing, but like it was a bonded thing mm-hmm. that we all had like talked about. You know, all the TVs were flipped over. We're all watching sports. You know, it felt like just like yeah, a, it felt like regular little Shucky's bar on the corner. Yeah, and like that. That's just like males in general. Yeah, like you just have that bond. Like you just. Grow out, yeah. Just, yeah. And so I remember we were like, I think we were like, uh, doctor was like, we were like, encoded the individual. I was like, oh, oh, shoot, it's two minutes for Epi. You know what I mean? Okay, stop compressions. Obviously, hold time for the pulse check. Oh shit, amp a D fifty. Well, well, ten milligrams of uh, calcium chloride. You know what I mean? Like that's what it all meant. Yeah. Dude. We were just like, it felt like we were all just like cavemen amongst a fire, and we were mm-hmm. all just grunting at each other. Yet somehow everyone understood. Yeah. And then it was like the smoothest, quietest code that I had ever run in such a long time. Mm-hmm. Mind you, um, uh, you know, I say this openly: the people that we work alongside of doesn't matter. You know, we always kind of run smooth code. You know, we yeah. always do as best a job as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. And that individual probably wasn't necessarily as dangerous or as bad off as we've seen some people, although they were a code. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I will tell you that, yeah, it was just kind of a, it was a different time, man. Mm-hmm. That was when I were bromance. I realized, like, that shit was real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the ED, these bonds that you create with other guys mm-hmm. in these situations, in these scenarios, and then you kind of talk about it metaphorically through sports, mm-hmm. that's kind of crazy. I think, yeah. If I think about things now, like, check this out. I, if I think about things now, like, let's talk about the, the greatest male duos. Batman and Robin comes to mind. Yeah. Okay. George Clooney, and Brad Pitt. Yes, Ocean's 11, 12, hey, and Obviously, Joe and Steven. Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll get there, yeah. We're, we're, I think we're, we're there. In, right we're, we're internationally, we're, we're, we're there. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Norway is like... I wonder what our international audience is like. There. We get 1% of our views from Mexico. Do we really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one percent of, of three people, man. We're going. We're, we on international. That's what happens, dude. Just being a midget. I don't know. I know, man. Who knows? Um, yeah. Um, 
But yeah. you think about it, man. Look, let me ask you something. Like, when you this is a huge question for me. Thinking about your obviously, you started school Monday. You had twenty five people, like you said, in your class. Mm -hmm. How many people are roughly guys? Do you know? Are you able to see them? I don't know. Yeah, probably about a quarter. I think a we quarter. have six six guys. That's actually huge to me. Yeah. That's really, really huge. I know it's smaller scales. I know you know it's yeah. like a small class. Yeah, smaller small classes cohort. or smaller cohort sizes, but still at yeah. the same time, I'm like that's still a huge that's still a huge variance for me. Yeah, like, that's a that's a, a variety. And I assume, did everyone kind of go through what they were talking about? Like, oh, I come from this kind of background or mm -hmm. no, you guys just went straight into classes. Yeah, we all, we all like said like what we do um, and like where we're from. Um, a lot of people aren't working right now, which fucking yeah. jealous. Jesus. No. I wish. No, don't be jealous. are working, baby. I know. Yeah. You got I, cash. It's way better than like living at home. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. Um, so what's like the one that if you can think of, if you can remember, what's mm -hmm. like one of was one like a crazy like a truck driver and they just got they were just done with it. Or one was was one like, oh, I was a balloon aerial nautical uh, person and I was stuntman or whatever, you know, like one of the guys he used to do IT. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what a crazy change. Complete change. Yeah. Did they ever say the reason why they were doing it? We're not um, outing you random nurse. Okay. <laughs> Never do we do that here. I should, I should probably drop drop this link on my on the, He's the Slack <laughs> so people can listen to it. IT to RA. Get up to twelve viewers. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm pretty sure he said he just wanted a career change. Cool. Like he was bored. Dude, I give him props. Yeah. Like great, props. great on him. Um I think he's probably I mean he's not a patient, so it's not hippo. He's probably like thirty five. Okay. A little bit older. That's that yeah. time, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that either quarter life crisis yeah. or at that point, who knows nowadays. Could be your midlife crisis, but no, yeah. that's a, that's a huge time to turn around. And plus like, you know, it, I assume like I had a, a one of my old orientees, like he was into doing that Epic changeover mm -hmm. and he worked cause he had gotten his, uh, masters in informatics mm -hmm. and he was doing more computer stuff and mm -hmm. he was just bored as F bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, just sitting in an office all day. Shh, shh, shh. He was like, I have a, I have a, I'm a registered nurse yet. I'm just typing away on this mm -hmm. clicky clack, clack, clack computer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, I will tell you, that's kind of the crazy part. I, you you know this about me, and maybe I've said this before in an episode past, when I was at um, Jorge Town, like one of the craziest parts about it was, is that, I don't know, we walked in, our cohort was 60 people. Jorge Town. I, <laughs> I don't ever like to name drop them fully. They, they, I'm still paying them back. No, um, but uh, my, my initial cohort was 60 people. It was a fall mm -hmm. cohort. It's they're, they're Jurassic. They're uh -huh. just, well, for me, I thought, I was like, okay, cool. I didn't think it was big because I went to public state university all the time everywhere. Mm -hmm. right? I went to UC Santa Barbara. I went to the University of North Carolina. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm used to like classes with a thousand people in them. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. But when I walked in, I was like, holy smokes. I saw the variance of men in that classroom was what it was. It was tiny. It was 10%. Uh -huh. So there's six uh -huh. guys. One of them was a, a holdover from the, the, the semester prior, so he wasn't necessarily naturally part of our cohort, mm -hmm. but he joined it, and we yeah. accepted him. And then one of them ended up dropping it like a later, because they just were like, this isn't working out and everything. That's like hard, that. yeah. And I remember there was two dudes. There was John uh, Almond, and he was a, a former French horn player on, uh, like a, on, uh, in one of the orchestral pits of, uh, of, uh, like on Broadway. Shout out to orchestras and I French know. horns. Wow. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you, what you talk about a difference of change in variance, yeah. right? Like he was like, Oh yeah, I just I needed a change and he was like I, I was mm -hmm. like, Why the fuck did you pick nursing, right? <laughs> but he was the coolest guy, he's the most he's the funniest guy you'll ever meet. Then there was Jesse who had worked in like um he had worked in a sniff before at Arizona. Uh -huh. And like I will tell you this much, like Dude, uh, you want to talk about people just blowing you up? Maybe like, oh, you got all the experience, or you know, oh, have you ever seen we'll this? Study together, yeah. Oh my god, dude! Everyone was like, you worked at a sniff. 
like, oh, you must know everything already. Yeah, they were like, oh, we put you on the high. Yeah. And then there was uh, Bill, and I think Bill was like, I don't know if he was into computers or something like that. Mm-hmm. He was from Minnesota. Um, and yeah, or, uh, Michigan, Michigan, he's mm-hmm. gonna kill me if I say Minnesota, he was from Michigan and then he was, uh, you know, I don't know. He was just as, as humble as humble. He was as country and humble as you could ever imagine somebody. And it was, and there was me, obviously Chinese dude from California television. Right. So all four of us just hung out together uh-huh. and like, that was our little, that was our little rat pack. Dude. Yeah. It was so you, we would never be out in anywhere else in the whole wide world. Well, you, yeah. You need that, especially in school. You got to develop like a study group and dude, I feel like. That was it. The, to this day, we can also still just talk, call each other up and be like, oh, what's yeah. up, man? What are you doing? That's cool. So that's like kind of the coolest part about I hope that you get you can experience from your little kind of bromance even at school portion of it. Mm-hmm. You have that bromance already kind of in place when you're already at work, which yeah. I think is really, really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think – let me ask you something. Do you hang out with anybody now that you're on days? Mm-hmm. Do you hang out with anybody still outside of work right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you, do you, do you think easier. that happens? Well, it's easier, right? Yeah. Obviously, with your schedule and your life. But also, I think it's kind of cool because now you actually can kind of share in that bond, though. Exactly. Too. And yeah. it, it's a bond you don't have with people that don't work in your field. That I, is true. I can't make jokes about, you know, CPR and like... You could, but people would look at you in people such a gasp. Would, they would, yeah. They would be like, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like this conversation. <laughs> and, but they just don't understand. Like, it, the military has the term humor through horror. Okay. Like, and basically, I, I, like... You know, you need to laugh about the, the stuff you yeah. see. Otherwise, it's just going to get to you oh my like, way too fast. Dude. And not to say that's like the best coping mechanism, but no. it is a coping mechanism that a lot of people do. And it works for some people. It doesn't yeah. obviously work for everyone. Yeah. But God, it is so true, though. It's like comedy comes from pain. Yep. It's like some of the stuff that you experience, there's only one way to deal with it. And I will tell you that as much as um, guys are um, historically or stereotypically known to be real, real, just kind of rough and tumble grumbles, right? Yeah. Oh god! Hey, I know that you just, just lost just your job. Kind of cram those criminal like, in there, right? You know, oh, way oh, down. Yeah. Cry? Yeah. No, but one of the things is, is that it's also true of the medical field, right? Mm-hmm. And I would say this: a lot of people, and I've seen a lot of doctors. If I could put uh, dollar, you know, dollars donuts on this thing, and it'd be like, okay, I think he's really, really kind of messed. You know, I think he's this situation because it's pressure filled, right? We're always mm-hmm. looking at the doctor. Oh, doctor, hey, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Yeah. It's like they have to be think. They have to think on their feet. They have to like be really, really responsible for all the decisions and choices. And I would say this, it's like sometimes you see that it weighs on them, right? Yeah. yeah how could it not? Yeah. You're a human being. Not to mention how many patients they have. Oh, yeah. Like, and not to even the physical toil, right? Yeah. It's like, okay. And so if you see that and you're like, okay, cool. But, you know, sometimes they just kind of bury those feelings in. They're so mm-hmm. stoic about things. Yeah. And we're taught, is that the way to do it? Or mm-hmm. should we hold debriefs afterwards and just mm-hmm. talk about our feelings and extrapolate them and, and think about how we can do better and how I can do better? It's really a flip of the coin here. As to as I, do, I do like how, you know, most hospital systems have like it's called SIDS critical incident stress debriefing. Yeah. Um, a lot of hospitals offer a service like that. And I, I think that's great um, for people that want to use it. Sure. 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 Um, but like if you're going to force people to do that, a lot of people will be turned off to it. Well, you can't force any, you know, like that's yeah. part of the issue. You can certainly ask them to be part of the team. Right. Mm-hmm. But everyone needs to go about it in their own kind of way. Exactly. Has it been proven through evidence-based practice? You know, is it better? Well, yeah, sure. I mean, obviously the, the numbers are out there, right? But everyone's different. Everybody's right? different. Yeah. Everybody's different. So I think one of the things that you can do in your further practice and mm-hmm. like it's good that you bond with your, your fellow uh, uh, ED techs and also yeah. nurses outside of it. Um, it's really, really good, man. Cause yeah, because you can, you can tell those stories outside of work like, yeah. but with your coworkers and they'll relate to it and they'll be able to, you know, give you their perspective, laugh about it with you and not be like, you're insane. What is wrong with <laughs> you? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's a different bond that you have with the people that you work with based on, you know, what job you have. 
True. How yeah. many times have you ever just like, how many times have you had something on your chest? Something, you know, a big old weight on your back. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know how to talk about this because I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's the first time you're going through it or maybe it's the 90th time you're going through it that week. And you're like, mm-hmm. just, I can't stop thinking about something, right? Yeah. What I always just do because, you know, we used to work in sports and sports was somehow, amazingly enough, I think this is why guys gravitate to athletics so much sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Because you can see a mode of competition. You can see yeah. other men struggle physically. Competition. Or toil, yep. Right? We'll be watching the game. Pretend like you and I is just watching the game. I got something heavy on my chest. Okay. I'm watching the game and I'm just talking to you while we're just watching it. You know what I mean? So we know that it's not the main focus isn't my emotions. Isn't like where I feel weakest. Isn't where I feel saddest at. Isn't mm-hmm. where I feel worst at in my life. Yeah. What the focus is is always, hey, man, the Lakers. You know what I mean? Hey, man, Lakers mm-hmm. versus Bulls or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, but can you use that as a blanket or a coverall to talk about other issues? Kind of it's almost it like a bridge. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I feel like that's why in some of these areas especially – you know, what is it that kind of drives people? Is it golf? Is it going to the driving range, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not focused on, hey, it's me directly kind of counseling or consoling you, right? Mm-hmm. It's us whacking balls into the middle of nowhere, you know, and that's just kind of like talking about feelings and hopefully, hopefully any little bit that you relieve off that pressure cap, you know, like, yeah. oh my gosh. Right? It's all going to help. It's going to help. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a huge thing for you mm-hmm. too. Like, oh my God. I yeah. will tell you, this is what I predict is going to be your future, Okay. Obviously, and no. I've told you this before, I don't really think you should ever start off in the emergency department. No. I think you should guys start off on a floor. Mm-hmm. Develop your practice. Develop your timing. That's the thing that always stinks. No matter yeah. what, you're always going to be bad at timing in the Basics, emergency department. Basic skills, yeah. yeah. Your basic skills, right? How to start an IV, not under pressure. Mm-hmm. How to start an IV, how to draw blood, how to you know really, really just talk with patients. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And one of the biggest things that you'll find out is that maybe there's going to be fewer and fewer guys upstairs. Now, it doesn't sound like it by the by the makeup of your university here. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, when you kind of go up to a floor, I remember I started off in my cardiac unit, and there was uh, three dudes that were coming in. It was me, Hoptamu, and Cherno. Cherno and Hoptamu. Uh, Hoptamu was an Ethiopian individual, like mm-hmm. straight up, like, you know, from Ethiopia. And then Cherno was Nigerian, uh, I do believe. And, like, yeah, it was just us, and we bonded that mm-hmm. way. And there was old Army, there was old army nurse Chris. <laughs> and uh, one of the biggest things in the world was is that, like, yeah, it was four of us guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the rest of the other staff. I think that was a 50 or something like that. Mm-hmm. They were all women. Nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from, obviously, um, everybody there. Mama Glow, Mama mm-hmm. Gloria, certainly learned a lot from her. And Gozi, I learned a lot from her. All these other people. But one mm-hmm. of the biggest things I learned is that I stuck around those guys as much as I possibly could. Yeah. Like, whenever we were just, like, kind of typing all or charting away, I pulled my, like, uh, little wow up next to Cherno. I'm like, we just kind of talk about life here a little bit. Because mm-hmm. there's certain things that guys can only understand. Mm-hmm. But eventually, and I think what happened was, is that I just kind of needed, I need, I need something different, right? I needed something more of a bond because I would just go to work, slug it out, mm-hmm. and then not be able to talk to anybody about what you know I'm experiencing. Yeah. And then yeah, so I ended up saying, hey, the most guys hang out in the ED. I don't necessarily know if I like that culture. Maybe it's a, like a real frat house kind of culture. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You, it may not jive with who you are, what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing is, I went down there, I gave it a shot. And it's cool because you can have – people do talk about things in their own way, right? Yeah. Um, and, and guys certainly do share about like a lot of things in their own way down there. And so I think for you, if that's your route, eventually trying to get to your trauma, your goal of being a, mm-hmm. a trauma nurse, like, mm-hmm. that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I think you're going to really benefit from it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I have to imagine – like, can I, talk to me about this, though, too. You had to have had some crazy kind of experiences. I think you'd be the ultimate bromance person to have an office relationship with because, dude, you, you, you've worked in – you've been in the sports game. Mm-hmm. You've been in the physical training kind of game, dude. Like, dude, I think if I were to kind of put dollars and donuts on it again, I think you'd be a great teammate, dude, mm-hmm. as you kind of venture off. Like, I, I played sports all growing up. Yeah. It, and just having that sport background just builds, like, on, like, your character, competition, stuff like that. And it's it's so necessary yeah. to, like, be able to, like, express yourself, all, the, all these things that, like, benefit 
from just doing sports in general and being in, in having competition in your life. It's it's necessary to like push yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Um being yeah. and I, 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 I love all the, the guys and girls that you know I work with in the hospital. Yeah. And I feel like it's a lot of a lot of people are very similar in just like their personalities. Dude. Which, Talk to know, me. Talk to me. No, <laughs> once in a while, people people clash. People, people clash though because everyone's type A personality, right? There's exactly. no wallflowers down there. It's yeah. like okay, yeah, oh, and man. the wallflowers get weeded out. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think one of the greatest parts is that if you're not a good teammate, right? Eventually, you you end up that's, being on the outs. That's the other thing. Like working up on a floor, I, th- I feel like it's missing some of that team aspect. But working in the ER, you don't have a choice yeah. but to work as a team. Like if you get two admissions at once, like there's no like warning ahead of time somebody somebody comes into the er and they're sick <laughs> you get them they're coming they're coming to you you got to treat them yeah so, there's no admissions right it's just everyone that comes through that door is an admission oh, this could be potentially terrible right you know yeah and i will tell you this much too i think it's so funny that you said it's you know i, I you thrive off of competition you love competition right it is a competition every single time right it's a competition to drive down our numbers right to greet you know to, to make sure we got the you know to treat people mm-hmm. as quickly as we can because right there's not like oh a slow poke department it's the emergency department. No, yeah. people move right i think that's what the floors miss they don't <laughs> understand that like when we're trying to get people up there it's not because we want to it's literally because we're maybe we have 10 people in the waiting room there's 10 more people behind them right yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and when you're on the floor though too and i say this openly too when i was on the floor you didn't want no admissions exactly. man because you're like dude Everything's all started up to do, to type up an admission. It was like it took me like forty minutes or something like that to get everyone just kind of settled in, right? Mm-hmm. Move them over, weigh them, do all the other stuff that you got to do for them. Mm-hmm. And then plus you got to prep someone for surgery the next day. You got to do this, you can do that, and the other things. You're like, oh fine, effing hell, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> so it weighs on you a little bit. So yeah. that's like it's almost a different type of competition. Can I get this person all ready to go, rock mm-hmm. and roll? Yeah. But man, I'm telling you, I'm, you're gonna be a star. I know it. I gotta be honest. There's another cat that we work with that's also kind of going through the same program. Lenny, he's gonna be a star. Um, cause you guys, another, are, another one of my bromances. Yeah, dude. How do yeah. you not love that dude? That yeah. dude, by the way. And I will tell you that nobody is just ever just a regular old regular, right? No. Lenny's a chef. Did you know that he cooks up sick? He cooks a he lot. He knows how to, dude, he brings in his little meal thing. I'm like, yeah, what you there, bro. Ugh. He's like, I'm, I, here I am with my cup of noodles. I'm like three, beep, 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 three minutes start. And then he's like, oh, I had some braised pork shoulder <laughs> with some baked brown sugar reduction and pineapple. And I put Puree it over. tomato base. I know. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Lenny? Go study, man. Why are you working here? I, <laughs> I was like, your talent is not going to be in ED Tech. And your talent is just open up your own restaurant, dude. Open up your own. That's what you should do. You know, a, fucking a, band, side dude. a side gig. Just dude, do like meals me? to go. Meals on wheels. Dude. And especially with his it. background, with knowing about nutrition a little bit and also yeah. healthcare, Dude, that's the angle right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Everybody needs a side hustle. I know. Nurse Lenny's taco truck. <laughs> Nurse Lenny's braised pork tr- shoulder taco truck. You know, it's like, oh, my God, that's that's intense. I got to go check that out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, brother. Oh, I'm man. telling you. We, uh, you and I got a bromance. Okay. Yeah, of course. That's obviously set in it's, stone. It's obvious. Like, hello, we have a podcast together. It's, the know. heat is real. The heat okay? is real, yeah. Not, but, just, yeah. not just outside, but between us. Between it's, us. It's real. It's so yeah. real. Uh, but... Beyond that, dude, I couldn't be more proud of you. And I honestly, as 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 a person who really, really, truly supports you, man, um, thanks, man. I couldn't be more proud. Keep on chugging away, dude. Yeah, don't we'll, ever uh, be deterred. Well, it's <laughs> my schedule's gonna get tough. Yeah, but good. We'll, we'll still find a way to make these podcasts happen. Pressure makes diamonds, baby. Exactly. That pressure makes yeah. diamonds. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. That's all we got. Yeah, that's episode five. The Empire Strikes Back. Pew.
All right, guys. Catch you on the next one. Bam.